from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. New census data coming soon for Henrico County will tell you what it means for the county's magisterial districts. And an early morning crash claims four lives in northern Henrico. We'll have details in today's Henrico News Minute. For Thursday, May 27, 2021, it's brought to you today by Henrico County. And now for the news. Well, an early morning accident on I-95 yesterday morning in northern Henrico left four people dead and three people injured. A Chevrolet Impala was traveling northbound on the interstate when it ran off the left side of the road and into oncoming traffic. There it was struck by a Tesla going southbound. That car then barreled into a Ford van in the right-hand lane. It was part of a work zone at the area. Now, all five people in the Impala were ejected. Four of them died. The other is in the hospital. Virginia State Police are now investigating reports that gunshots were heard just prior to the crash. A dog that was in the Tesla was later found by someone nearby and return to the family. Well, every 10 years, localities across the country adjust their voting boundaries because of new data from the U.S. Census. That'll happen this year in Henrico and elsewhere. The Board of Supervisors Tuesday night heard a little bit of an update about that process and how it might look. Now, in past years, county officials have termed the process redistricting but this year they're calling it reapportionment in order to not confuse residents who are accustomed to hearing the redistricting term in connection with school boundary changes. Thanks to the recent passage of the Virginia Voting Rights Bill by the General Assembly earlier this year the Board of Supervisors will have to determine which of two possible paths to take in determining its new boundaries for the county. The shorter of the two would require pre-clearance through the Virginia Attorney General's office That's a process that would be concluded no more than 60 days after the submission of plans by the county, while the longer version would require a number of formal public input opportunities. So too would the former, but in more consolidated terms. The longer plan would require supervisors to hold two public hearings, one in late November to receive initial input, then a second next April, following a six-week period of public comment and then another required one-month wait period after that April public hearing before the county could submit plans in mid-May. The shorter plan, however, would not require the six-week public comment period, so supervisors would hold their first public hearing October 26th of this year and the second on December 14th while conducting a number of public information sessions concurrently within that same time frame, then submitting a final plan to the Attorney General's office that same month. Now, for decades, Virginia was one of 16 states in which localities were required to submit their reapportionment plans to the U.S. Department of Justice for preclearance. That's the term for approval of plans by a state or federal entity. The Voting Rights Act of 1965 mandated that form of federal approval as a way to ensure that changes to voting boundaries or structures were not discriminatory. Those 16 states had histories of low voter turnout or discriminatory voting practices. But back in 2013, the U.S. Supreme Court ended that requirement for Virginia and others 
determining that it was no longer necessary. The new Virginia Voting Rights Act, however, mimicked the requirement as a way for the state to provide some oversight for boundary revision efforts. Glen Allen resident Ron Melanson calls himself a fixer. His mission is to bring awareness to the dangers of homemade, improperly secured, stolen, or unregistered utility trailers towed by passenger vehicles all across the United States. Melanson's advocacy for roadway safety originated in the early 2000s after he witnessed a homemade trailer fatally strike a woman. He then created the website DangerousTrailers.org in 2004 launching a campaign to eliminate those types of accidents through data collection, education, and public awareness programs, among other efforts. Today on HenricoCitizen.com, we take a deeper look at Melanson's efforts and what they have led to. You can read this article right now on our website by clicking on Community. Today's Henrico Newsman, it is brought to you by Henrico County, which is asking you, how do you want to hear from the county? Visit publicinput.com backslash Henrico News to take a brief survey.